Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 60 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are so glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more with the link and the QR code in the show notes. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking. In partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here once again. Okay. Various factions within the Democratic Party have begun voicing concerns and suggesting alternatives to President Biden as the party's, party's nominee. There's a contingent that's pushing for new and fresher faces to represent the party, believing that this could invigorate the Democratic base and appeal to a broader spectrum of voters. However, Keith. Way too much attention is being paid to the age of President Biden and too little to his excellent health, incredible stamina, decades of experience, and most importantly, the power of incumbency. President Biden still maintains substantial support within the party, although too many people are also drawing on some national polls that seem to show Biden and Trump neck and neck, which is very hard to believe. Just as they did prior to the 2016 election, the media is spending way too much attention treating Trump as a regular presidential candidate, ignoring the existential danger to our very democracy that Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent. The media is also not doing enough reporting on everything positive about Biden's administration. Can you talk a little bit about from a media, from a journalist point of view, I should say, about how um, they're treating Trump wrongly? For example, tomorrow, that will be the 17th, I believe, September 17th, Kristen Welker takes over on Meet the Press for whoever, what what was that guy's name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you forgot his name already. Anyway, she's, she's now the first black and first woman host of Meet the Press. Who was her first interviewee? Donald Trump. Can you, as, as from a journalist point of view, can you talk a little bit about how, starting in 2015, they've given Trump way too much attention, and especially to the detriment of the Democratic Party and President Biden? Well, I think what's going on is that, as someone's been a journalist for a long time, journalists very much are attracted to I would say, to what we call sexy stories and, and shiny objects. And this is not to denigrate our profession, because obviously I've been do, doing it for a long time, and there's a great journalist, and I honor the profession. But what happens too often is that when you get a story, just like a movie, Sex and Violence, mm-hmm. things that, that, are, that are tracks and that people will read, and now that now the media is very much caught up in hits and, and likes. And right, spots, and, and, and clickbait. Tra- clickbait, traction. So stories that get traction. So when it was so Trump, as much as and many people as hated Trump, reviled him as many people in the media who could not stand Trump. But 
it got traction. Anytime right. they did stories, and Trump, no, Trump is a master of that. Trump knew whenever he said outrageous things, like I'm paraphrasing, but I could basically throw a bowling ball down the middle. You know, no, stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and, right, and, and shoot someone. And shoot someone, no one would care. Right. And, you know, and this, and he knows okay, automatically the media is going to jump on it. He knows this. So every, and every time the media starts to focus on something else, he says oh, something else outrageous. So the, the media got, became addicted to that. Right. Basically, they became because it was there was always something exciting. Whether it was what he was doing, the march was in North Carolina with the um, the march where the young woman was mm-hmm. killed, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. and so that got attention. All the things that happened, and so it was always a story. It was you didn't you didn't even have to work for the stories. I right. mean, you just you'd wake up in the morning and there was another story, and. The fact that the country was imploding, that's a story. Mm-hmm. The d- divide, the increasing divide in the country, the racism, the fact that he's an accused rapist. I mean, all these things that came up were continually stories. Right. And so what, and when President Biden became elected, and I'm saying this tongue in cheek, all President Biden did was he do he did things. Right, right. You know, pre, you know President, he didn't, he didn't shoot anybody, he didn't rape anybody, he didn't say outrageous things, he's married to a good woman, he's got normal, a normal family, every family has some family member that's not having troubles. I mean, so that's gotten blown out of proportion, but the fact, the fact of the matter is, he's a regular, well, as regular as a president can be, he can regular run the country, but what he does does not get attention. And part of that is also because the attention span of the public. Right. People are much more fascinated with the, with the wild and crazy stuff. When you start talking about the you know infant infrastructure bill, mm-hmm. or you start talking about all the other things that he has done that that he, that he has accomplished. The conference with Asian countries, mm-hmm. you know, right. what he accomplished there, what that means, what that means for the country, what that means for everyone, how he's you know the Ukrainian war mm-hmm. you know, battle, all the things that he has done and continues to do, and that that. Are, as you point out, are, are remarkable. But I remember being trained as a journalist. I mean, mm-hmm. where basically, number one, don't trust any politician. Right, ever. right. And, but the problem becomes is that whenever something positive came, you know, right. so if they say, you know, this was accomplished, right. this was done, your reflex is not to report it or be suspect of it. Right, right. You know, if the minute they come to you and say, look, our office, we have just done this. They come right. to you, whether somebody comes to the office or they send a press release, the mayor, the governor, the president has just accomplished this, immediately mm-hmm. you're wondering, what else is there? Right, right, okay? right. And so, the, whereas when they, with somebody, and the funny thing, you're not, you're questioning that. Right. But then when something comes that's negative, I mean, then there's no question. It's like, oh, let's go. Right. Let's go right. find it. Right. So now what we're having is, when you get, and to basically come wrap this up, Coming back to Kristen Welker, mm-hmm. it's the same thing as what happened with CNN. I right. believe that guy's gone now. Right. Who ran CNN? But they were trying to do the same thing. They're like saying, "Well, look, Biden's not getting enough attraction, enough attention. I mean, right. not attraction. Right. Not to get, so let's have this town hall because we know right. that's bound to get traction because people, all eyeballs are going to come. He's going to say something crazy, and that's going to be good for ratings. Kristen Welker is doing the same thing, right? Because that want to keep him in the news as a part and. and Again, what they are doing, and they will never acknowledge this because we don't. We, once again, we don't want to think of ourselves in those terms. But is in the this is not a normal candidate. Right. This is not a normal right. president. This man is a is a clear and present danger to the nation, right. to, the, right. to the world, really, to the world order. Because once he starts hooking up with Putin and all the other folks who are trying to become. Uh, you know, dictators. Right. That that throws off the world balance. So rather than 
Admittedly, we have you have to be during you have to be, you have to question everything. You should you have to you know, get your source right, get your mm-hmm. facts right. But also, once the facts are there, more more than enough facts are there that this is somebody who can threaten the country. There is some responsibility to at least report what he's doing and to not over-report what the dangerous person is doing. Right. When you when you're just saying it's interesting and it's funny what he said. Which is basically what you're doing. It's just, oh, look what he just said. Oh, look what he j-, Which is basically all we're doing now. Right. It's, it's either what he, what's in the court, the, what's happening in the court, minute by minute, mm-hmm. or it's it just Trump just said, and then, then, but then you have to go back and say, what did Trump say about it? Right. Uh, and it's, we, meanwhile, Biden is saving the country. Right, right. You know, record low unemployment, record everything, change everything. But it's like, well, that's not that interesting. And so what we're doing, with what journalists are doing, is based, is, I've always said, and then I still will wrap it up, if, and it's almost too horrible to conceive, to want to accept, but if Trump were to win the election, what win the election would not be, he can't win anywhere near on a fair base. Right. Okay? And right. he can't win. What would, if, but what could win is if between disinformation, right. apathy, and you know, the ignorance of people who go for like the Green Party and judge, or, or, or stay home and will refuse to vote, that that kind of thing. And also if, with the media who over-reports on everything Trump does, who wants to, who does like what Kristen Welker does and gives him, a of, gives him a surplus of attention versus what Biden is doing, that is what can get Trump back in. And, and this is what is bothering me so much because, matter of fact, next week I'm, I'm doing the op-ed on Monday and I'm going to be talking about the violence of the Republican Party. And on Thursday for my government topic, I'm going to be talking about this Project 2025 that the Republicans are want to put in if Biden is, if, if uh, Trump is, is elected again. And it totally, that's their goal, is to totally destroy the United States and rebuild it in their image. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's so dangerous. And what's so dangerous about always reporting on what Trump is doing, like you said, they're not reporting on it as a, as a, as a uh, regular presidential candidate. <clears throat> We all know that the only reason he started running again was hopefully to stay out of prison. Right. He has nothing. He doesn't care anything about the United States. Doesn't care anything about the people. It's all what he said, a revenge tour. And uh, and the only thing he's going to do is get revenge on his perceived political enemies. I am your retribution. I am your retribu- retribution. And even just now, today is September. Is Saturday, September sixteenth. Just yesterday, Jack Smith. He actually he prepared that he prepared this uh, about a month ago, but it was unsealed by Judge uh, Chutkin. Okay, for the for the election interference uh, trial, because uh, on how to keep Trump from this dangerous this dangerous uh, rhetoric that he's doing. He calls Chutkin Obama and a Trump hater, etc., and radical because she was she was um uh. And, uh, she was nominated by Obama. She call he calls Jack Smith deranged. She has some nerve calling somebody else deranged. Okay, and and what they're worried about is that he's not only poisoning the potential jury pool, but who, who's going to want to serve on a jury if they know their life and their family's life is That's in danger? That's the big threat. And uh, putting the uh, people who are working, uh, you know, they're just regular federal employees. The Justice Department. 
Yes, the attorney general is, is, is nominated by the president, but the regular people in the Justice Department, they work year in and year out, no matter who's the president, no matter what, pre- what party is in power. That's their career. Before, they would just get in their car, go to work, work, go home, and now they have to have security. Because they're because he considers them to be their enemies, and this is very very dangerous. And what is so dangerous about it is that the news, the media, is not reporting it, like you said, as the danger that it is. Even even Mitt Romney came out this week; he's retiring, and he even said for his family because he was the only Republican to vote to convict. To, to, no, the impeachment is already done. The impeachment's right. done in the House. Right. The trial is done in the Senate, and then they have a vote. Right. So he he was the only Republican the first time that voted to convict Trump, and the second impeachment he was one of ten, right. and. He said he, he said that other Republicans were going to vote to convict, but they were afraid for their families and their own lives. And they couldn't afford security. But that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's, that's what Robert said. I pay five thousand dollars a day for security, and he's 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 insanely wealthy. He can afford it. But he said everybody can't afford what I can afford, and so that is wrong. And so what we're saying here is that the media is not reporting on the danger of Trump. I don't know what they're afraid of on the danger of Trump. He's not just a regular political, you know, candidate. And so that's what we're saying here is that it's really time for the the media starting now, because even after Judge Chuckin released what Jack Smith had said about you can he's told Trump, you can talk about you can talk about the case. You can talk about you can you declare that you're innocent. You can do all that kind of thing. But what you can't do is intimidate the judges. You can't intimidate the potential witnesses. You can't uh, intimidate potential jurors. Now, so the first thing Trump does, he goes out and says, "They're going to silence me," and they're silent. I can't talk at all, which is the exact opposite of what he said. Right, and also the thing is, is that but the, the follow up question, and I, and I heard someone else speaking about this, is that now that they've done that, what next? Right. You know, because you know he can't shut up. Right. And, and, what, and, and because everybody's saying it, it's so delicate uh, because if, if that were any other person, they would be put in jail until the right. trial. The, the one thing that, that Judge Chutkin has up her sleeve, has up her sleeve, she can move the trial date up. Right. Right. And, that, like, and that's my point is that but people need to see that there is a consequence. In other right. words, it can't just be, OK, you can't do this knowing that he's going to keep on doing right, it. Right. Right. And because he's been he's been flaunting rules all his life and throughout this time. Mm-hmm, so I mean, mm-hmm. that needs to be shown. And another thing real quick in terms of uh, we're talking we're talking about uh, what was the journalist's name? Christian Welker. Christian Welker. Well, another reason why I think she may be doing this and why some other journalists can try to convince themselves of this is that, well, because he says crazy things, mm-hmm. and because, because I think I've seen part of that, what he's saying, that people will see him for what he is. Right, right, right. You know, that because his, his answers were nuts. I mm-hmm. mean, but, a, but the problem is, is that what the journalists need to ask themselves is, what does this change? Right. Okay, we knew he was crazy. We know he says crazy things. The, the, the If this is something that changed, because normally... When you win awards for Watergate, you brought the president down. It, it, it changed it changed minds. It changed things. Interviewing Trump changes nothing. Right. Unless, his, base, his, his, his base, his base, there's nothing that will change right. their mind. And, and unless, because she did this before when she was the moderator of one of the debates, unless she pushes back on what he's saying. Yeah. And, and I don't, I haven't watched Meet the Press since uh, right. uh, uh, Tim. Since Tim Russert. T- since Tim Russert died. I haven't watched it since then. But, and I'm not going to watch it tomorrow either. I'm just going to see what clips come out. But 
unless she pushes back on his lies, okay? Because if if she pushes back on his lies, and then of course he's going to get all riled up and he's going to call her stupid and ugly and unqualified and 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 he he did that to to another reporter and said I, and he told the reporter, "Well, actually you're not my type either." But so that's that's what I'll be looking with the clip. The point is, is I'm saying I'm saying even if she pushes back. Right, right. I mean I I think Kristen Wicker will she will push back. Right. You know, mm-hmm. of course she will. This isn't a Fox reporter. Right. Okay. Right. So she's going to push back. Right. That's built in. But that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because even if she pushes back, he blows his top. You know what he's going to do. Right. It still doesn't change right. because of people who support him. Mm-hmm. That be you know that if he he could say anything as crazy you can imagine, mm-hmm. his supporters will remain there. Right. And those of us who are opposed to him, that does not change us. So it's like, the, what's the point? Right. It's exactly. Exactly. What crazy stuff he's going to do or act? The only good thing that comes out of this because it happened yesterday. Jack Smith is taking notes. Because yes. he, every time Trump says something, he incriminates himself even more. That's true. And, that's and, and so that will be that's the only very, positive thing that, that comes true. out of this. Yeah. Okay, and now a word from our sponsor before we go on to our our second subject. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching for independent writers and creative and solo professionals. If you are an independent author or a creative or solo professional, you can find out more using the link or the QR code that will be in the show notes. And now back to the podcast. Now, while we're talking about Biden, we also have to talk about Madam Vice President. Kamala Debbie Harris. And I say Debbie, that's her middle name. It's a very important name in Indian culture. That's why I, I, I always say that. But anyway, so there's also speculation by some dummies, I say dummies, that about several calls for a change in the ticket. Many right, right-wing people have suggested that President Biden replace Vice President Harris, but that is strictly a race issue. They are they can't stand that she is a heartbeat away from the presidency and she could become the first black and first South Asian president. And black female. She would be the first black president. The first first black female, right. And South Asian pres- president and the first woman president. And it's so funny because Nikki Haley, that is not her real name. Uh, Nikki Haley is is always said, if you vote for Biden, you're voting for, for Kamala Harris because she's suggesting that Biden might die in office. That's what the people are saying, that over these next four years, which is like six years from now, uh, because Biden's already 80, that he would die in office. That's not necessarily true. He's pretty healthy, okay? But if he did, then she would become president. And Nikki Haley's really mad because she thinks she should be the first South Asian, even though she pretends she's white, he, the first South Asian and first woman president. Of course, her, her numbers are so low. I mean, they're the, almost the lowest yeah, of all no of them. Chance. So she has no chance. But to, to all every time she talks about her, she said she, she's, she's hoping or thinking that Biden's going to die in office if he wins re-election. For other people, it's a race thing, okay? They just can't stand the fact that she is a black woman, a South Asian woman, and that she's so close to the presidency. Right. Well, the other thing that's amusing to me is that on the right wing, well, how much pull do they think they have for deciding who's going to be vice president? Exactly. I mean, exactly. do they really think Biden's going to say, oh, wait a minute. Exactly. They, they told me. I mean, I mean, and there are... So they have, they have no pull. And as far as those on the Democratic side mm-hmm. who think there should be a younger choice, should think there should be... How young? She's only like 53. Right, right. no, I'm talking for Biden. You know, oh, right? yeah, they, oh, they, yeah. They, they there should be a, young, a younger alternative mm-hmm. or maybe... To go, or, or And, of course, she shot that down real quick. You know, just let her take it over. Right. Et cetera. Well, once again, that's ridiculous. Mm, exactly. There's no, there's no call. When you, when you and your scene 
that there's a there's a cause for it. Number one, she, she she's number two. If there is a problem, she's there. Right, right, That's right. The thing. You don't sit here and say, tell Biden to step aside now right. and put her there. And it's like if that she's there, she's healthy, she's excellent, she'll do the job. So if he's no longer able, but well, we don't have to worry. I don't see having to worry about him like having to worry about some of those who won't step aside, exactly. like Mitch, et cetera. Exactly. And, 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 that, and that's, a, that, that's a really point that people have to get. First of all, Trump was only three years younger. Right. You know, and he's fat. He's overweight. He's unhealthy. He lives on fast foods. He can't ride a bicycle. They, they talk about Biden falling off his bicycle. Biden can ride a bicycle. He tripped over a cord on the stage. Who among us has not tripped over a cord at one time or other? And the thing about it is he tripped over the cord. He got up and kept going. He got his foot caught in his bike and fell over. How many of us have never fallen off of our bike? Okay. He got back up and, and kept running. But, uh, Trump can't walk a quarter mile. He also have a golf course. And also the fact that, again, getting back to what gets covered. Okay? Right, right, right. We start, we start talking about all the things that he has done, mm-hmm. all the things he's doing. You can't, I mean, when he gives his addresses, aside right. from MSNBC, unless, you know, nobody's covering. And, and, and sometimes MSNBC doesn't even they cover it. Cover right. They don't, they don't cover it, but then he trips, and it's on every network. Exactly, so exactly. I mean, the minute he trips, the minute he has a cough, the minute he's, he starts rambling a little bit, or doesn't sound like worse, everybody's on it. It's like, but you forgot everything else. Yeah. And, 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 and one thing, especially with me as a former educator, a retired educator, I keep reminding people that he is a stutterer. He is a lifelong stutterer. And the fact that he is able to overcome that, and when he starts talking faster, that's when he has to hold back. And, and slow down. He, and that's something that you learn to do when you are a stutterer because James Earl Jones was a stutterer also. And believe me, when he is acting, if he is, when you're, when you're acting and you're in a movie, they can cut. Let's, let, let's, let, let's do this again. If he trips over his words. And so we don't see the times that James Earl Jones might trip over his words, whether he's in a movie or whether he's, uh, um, reading a book for Audible or whatever, you can always say, cut, let's do this again. When you are, when you are standing there and you're talking off the cuff, and especially if you put in something that's not in the script, you have to remember to be very, very careful if you are a stutterer. So it's not mental acuity, it's the fact that he's overcoming his stutter. But again, they're paying, they're paying too much attention. To the wrong thing. Because even if, like I said, even if he's stuttering, Again, you're paying too much stu- paying attention to his stutter. Right. Trump tried to destroy the country. Right. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. This exactly. man stutters. Exactly. And so what? But we're, but we're and that gets away from not just the media. That gets to the to the to the unfortunately to the country and to us as as, as citizens. In terms of we pay we pay so much attention to image. Right. Right. And to, to the surface image. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's why President Roosevelt could not see him in the wheelchair. Right, exactly. exactly. No matter what, cannot see him in the wheelchair. President J- John K. Kennedy had, was in pain all, all the, the time. time. That's why he was in a rocking chair. In a rocking chair, mm-hmm. but nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. He would get, get up to speak. You, you see all the clips. It looked like he was hailing hard and making a speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as that camera went off. Right. But it, once again, it's because. And he was, on, he, he was on drugs. And when I say drugs, oh, painkiller yeah. drugs. Oh. Strong. Strong painkiller drugs. Strong and, and, and the thing about it is, he hurt his back when he was in the Navy, right. in that PT boat. Right. People forget about that, you know, because John Kennedy had some failings. But unlike Trump, he served in the military. He was on that PT boat, and that's where he hurt his back. Right. And, and it bothered him for the rest of his life. Right. But like I said, people cannot see that. Right, and, right. And, that, and that's the thing we get, we'll get, get back to the main point, but, but we, we do get too hung up. 
on that. Mm-hmm. For the same reason, yeah, I'm there are probably some very good candidates going down one day who's not married, but the president has to be married. Oh, well, that's a whole other subject because right. because uh, uh, Tim Scott is, is getting into that thing now. And now all of a sudden, they're, because they're asking him, and we're going to get back to the subject, they're asking him, uh, the Republican donors want, to know, want more clarification on why he's single. Oh, yeah. And they're, in, they're insinuating that maybe he's gay. Yeah, right. Now all of a sudden, are they doing that because I'm black? I thought there was no racism, right. Tim Scott. But let's get back to right. the Madam right. Vice President. Right. People need to remember Remember what she has brought to the uh, office of the vice president. First of all, the vice president, their only real job is to act as president of the Senate. And, and, and that's, their, that's the only thing a, a vice president is supposed to do. She has done so much more. But because of her previous job as the district attorney of San Francisco, saying, saying that she put black people in jail. Well, what's a district attorney supposed to do? District attorneys are prosecutors. Well, so when she was a district attorney of a black person, oh, you go free. No, that's not how it works. And she just couldn't ignore people accused of crimes who just happened to be black. Think Fonnie Willis. Now, everybody's, everybody is, is, is throwing flowers on Fonnie Willis. That's exactly what Kamala Harris was when she was district attorney. Well, the other thing they can't look is that we can't have it both ways. Right, right, right. And because she She's there because large. It wasn't because a lot of white people were begging to have a black prosecutor. That's right. That's because right. Black people and and allies mm-hmm. made enough noise that we need to have this. Right. And right. so eventually she gets the nod. Right. She becomes a black prosecutor. Right. Because 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 what are we complaining about? The fact that we don't have a black prosecutor, mm-hmm. somebody who knows the black experience, mm-hmm. etc. So now we get a black prosecutor, and right. then what happens? Oh wait a minute. Right. She's right. prosecuting. Right, exactly, 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 exactly. exactly. It's the same thing we had president with Obama. Mm-hmm. You know, we want black president, you know, to be elected. So we get a black president. So what does he do? He acts like a president. Right, exactly. Yeah, he was president of all of, of all the people. He was not a president of black right. people. It's like, you knew this coming in. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So throughout her career, Kamala has always been an advocate for progressive policies, including those focused on expanding access to education, health care, and other services for um, underserved communities while acting in her role at whatever job she had. She was that job for all Americans, but she did focus on those particular things. She has an impressive working knowledge of foreign policy uh, thanks to her tenure on the Senate Intelligence Committee and and Foreign Relations Committee. And if you watch the uh, the Senate when Kavanaugh was up, she, she, she lit into him. She did not play. And the same thing when she did the vice presidential debate against Mike right, Pence. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she tore she him up. Yeah. She tore him up. And so, like we said, the only real job of a vice president is to act as president of the Senate when necessary. But she has done so much more than that. Okay? She constantly travels all over the world excellently, representing the president and the country at conferences, etc. She represents and speaks to the challenges and for the rights of black people, people of color, women, and South Asian people. She's able to speak and advocate for women's reproductive, this is important, for women's reproductive rights where President Biden, as a devout Catholic, has trouble even saying the word abortion. And so she's out there with women so that he doesn't have to do it. Because while he believes in a woman's choice, he just he just can't get it out of his mouth. It's, it's just so against is Catholicism. And she can relate to younger people. Week before last, she went to three international conferences, came back on Saturday, and had a had a uh, celebration of the 50 years of hip-hop. <laughs> at her a tour now. And, and, oh, she, oh, and that college tour is going so well. I've been watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, young people are around the corner. The waiting ex- for it, that's right. W- waiting for it. Every venue is filled to the brim. 
And she and she is especially going to HBCUs. Right. And she's going from one to the next to the and next to the next. They are lined up. And and people say, Oh wait a minute, I thought she was so unpopular. No, no. Hard, no, they are they are cheering so hard you can hardly hear her speak. Right. Okay? Right. So I don't believe that's what I'm talking about with the media is not reporting that they're reporting that oh, oh some white some white columnist wants her to be replaced on the right. ticket. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. So basically that you know, we talked about today. And I'm going to I'm going to continue talking about this and talking about this. And we are too, both on on our Substack and on the podcast. We are riding. We are riding with Biden. Period. Biden and Harris together. And and there's you know, no third party, no staying at home. This is not only to keep Democrats in office and take back the House and increase our numbers in the Senate, but for democracy and our republic. Period. So that's all for this week. And a reminder. When you upgrade your Substack subscription to a paid level, you really help to support us financially. And you can also benefit us by visiting our website to see what we can offer you with the valuable products and services in the Branding and Marketing Academy and with Detroit Stories Quarterly, Keith's Quarterly Magazine. Check the show notes for links and QR codes. Thanks, and we'll be back next week. Yep, see you next week. <laughs>